Hey everyone, today we're starting our part one series of boundaries. I'm very excited. This is probably the most complicated life lesson that unless we're taught, we don't even know it exists. Some people go through life in their lanes, everybody else, you know, respecting their lanes, and they never encounter the difficulties as those who don't even know if they have lanes. And if you don't know you have lanes, how do you know if anybody's crossing your lanes or not? So I think boundaries is a very important perspective on self-growth and understanding who we are as a core person. Um, And it all starts with who we are without any title. You know, who am I without the title of mom, sister, friend, co-worker, employee, acquaintance, you know, all those fucking titles that we are given from the time that we are born to the time that we die. Because nobody ever stops and asks themselves or asks somebody else, who are you without any expectation from the world. And I think when that question comes into play, it gives me butterflies in my stomach because one, I'm scared as shit to not be able to give that answer because we have answers for everything, right? You know, how many times have we asked, you know, this, and even if we don't know the answer, we fucking wing it, fake it till you make it. That's what we're taught to do. But when someone asks us, who are we, who am I as a person I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we spent a lot of time answering that question with who we're not. Does that make sense? Oh, I'm not selfish. Oh, no, I don't lie. I always tell the truth. I'm not rude. I'm not insecure. We're always telling everybody what we're not. But when you're asked, who are you? Describe yourself then. Who are you? Do you know the answer to that? So what we're going to do here in part one is we're going to understand what boundaries even are. Where do they come from? At what age are they formed? Let's get ready. So boundaries. Think of when you're building a house, the first thing you got to do is you got to create that core foundation. If the foundation of the home is not done properly, not placed properly, not leveled, if it doesn't have all the components that a good foundation needs, then the whole infrastructure is likely to crack. And so when I think of boundaries, I think of those building blocks that create the foundation of who we are as a person. So if you were to strip every title expectation, every fulfillment that you ever had to place for anybody else or any role that's ever been given to you, what is it that lights your light? What is it that you as a person would not be if you had or you lacked something? You know, for example, mine 
were right under my nose the whole entire time that I was struggling with self-love and self-value and self-worth and I never even fucking saw them and it's because we're taught to ignore what makes us happy when we're trying to deal with other people's problems so I realized for me creativity is such a core factor of who I am and it's not just what can I do that's creative it's everything that's me You know, the jobs that I have to be a part of that make me feel and whole and happy, there has to be some form of freedom and creativity in that. There has to be. If not, it's going to burn my light out. You know, I, I just, I don't know how to do something and not be creative about how I approach it, how I think about it how I execute it, how I review it. I mean, it's such an out-of-the-box thinking way of doing things that without it, I just couldn't be who I am, you know? So that's, that's one of my blocks. That's part of the core foundation of who I am as an individual. Um, the, the second thing that comes to mind is freedom. You know, freedom is such an important part of who I am. But it's not freedom like how people think it is. You know, that's that's not how freedom is. Freedom is not being able to do what you want, when you want, how you want it. No, that's, that's not the case. Freedom is finding those relationships that are so solid because they have learned your boundaries that you're working on and they've respected them so well and consistent that you could then be your freest self to them. That's the only way I understand love. And I know from a fact that looking back at all the love that I thought I had in my life, it's never given me that freedom that I know I need. So to try to settle for something that doesn't provide that is me throwing over my own block. It's me uprooting one of those core foundation bricks that's part of my my infrastructure's, you know, solidity. And so I've had to come to the understanding that it's such a big thing and it's such a very funneled avenue of, of, of understanding what freedom is that not very many people know how to do it or, or because there's just so many broken people out there, nobody understands that 100 billion percent of love, trust and devotion, loyalty to create like that type of freedom. So, you know, that is a huge bar to hit. That's a huge expectation for somebody else to hit. But I have to be able to make sure that I hit it within myself first, because if that's part of my infrastructure, then that means that's just who I am even to myself. So, so now we have creativity and we have freedom. You know, those are some big shoes to fill because they have to fill and filter through all aspects of my life in order for me to feel completely whole. Yes, sometimes we compromise. Yes, we understand that there is, um, you know, times where we just can't have our cake and eat it too. But those are things that we're willing to, to exchange for what we think is of equal or more value. And uh, we'll talk more about what that means later down the road. 
when we're talking about how to maintain those boundaries and what do we do when we're overextended on them. Uh, My third core uh, block that I feel that if it just, if I just didn't have it, then I, I wouldn't be able to, to just, um, to, to be okay is, and, and that's just my intuition. I mean, my intuition, it doesn't even seem like it would be a foundational, um, block, but it's something that's been such a part of me my whole entire life that I used to ask myself yes or no questions at the age of seven and eight and whatever that initial gut instinct was that's what I went with and I never let myself down it's when I I got older and insecurities kicked in and I felt I needed to compromise those gut feelings to try to find rationale as to why I should be going in the other direction that I start bending my own boundaries and things started going in the bad direction and they still haven't been fixed today because I still forget to stop and go with my core instinct it's like I don't trust my own core instinct anymore because I've lied to myself so many times in trying to deal with all the bullshit that I've put myself through because I'm so trying to practice this block thing myself. It's an ongoing lesson. We're always learning and um, (laughs) it it sounds like the biggest lecture in the world. Let me tell you guys, this is one of those things that if you just don't quote, you know, if you don't study and you don't understand this concept, you're going to fall and hit your fucking face every time. And you're going to want to try to find somebody to point that finger to. And it's just going to come right back at you because you're the only one responsible for maintaining those boundaries. It's you. The thing is, nobody ever talks about them unless you take a class about it. Unless unless you're just blessed with somebody who's so well-rounded and and fulfilling and and, and, and able to teach you what ultimate self-love is from from day one you're gonna lack something along the way and it's like one of those concepts that you don't know it's there unless you're told it's there because you don't know it's an issue until you know it's an issue it's it's crazy and so um so now I have three of my blocks and for the sake of just moving this forward let's just say those are the only three blocks I have I've come to the conclusion that without those being maintained and protected and and nurtured along the way um that that's definitely where where we need to be well let's go ahead and add independence independence is such a huge factor in me is that i have to be independent i have to be able to make the moves that i need to make in order to do the things that i need to do to to make my world successful and i need people to trust me that whatever i'm making in decisions is the right thing to do so those go hand in hand you know independence and making sure you can trust the person to make the right choices for themselves so that's definitely one of um one of the scenarios so here's the thing Let's say you're a two-year-old toddler and you have your four blocks and you set your blocks up and someone comes over and knocks your blocks down. What do you do? What do you do? Let's talk about the ways that this can be handled differently and why it all means something. Child one, they look up to see if anybody's paying attention to them. They don't know what to do, so they just walk away. 
That's it. It's done. They move on to the next thing. Child two screams and cries until somebody comes over and helps them fix it. Now, they could either cry and somebody comes quickly and and helps them and teaches them how to rebuild those blocks or they just do it for them. Third scenario, they just look at the kid, watch them cry and don't do nothing about it. Then there's that third kid who drops his blocks, makes a little bit of a hustle. He's quickly attended to. The blocks ain't put back for him, but he's taught how to put the blocks back himself so that if it happens again, he knows what to do. He doesn't have to cry anymore. Now, child one ultimately grows up to feel that those blocks aren't important so why do I even have to bother caring about them I don't even know what what they mean I don't even know what those boundaries are I mean are they even important to me do I even care to play that you know these anymore is it just easier for me to get up and move along well what happens is when this child grows up they're walked all over they don't even know that they have those boundaries They know something went wrong. They know something's wrong when people don't treat them right, but they just have no idea of what it's all about. You know, they're the people that, you know, don't know how to say no, but they don't, they just go with the flow and they just do, do, do. They're the servers of the people. But on the inside, you know, they, they feel resentful. They feel unfulfilled. They feel like the only way that they have learned to ever get any type of, of love is Probably by helping other people fulfill their dreams. By pretending like their wants and desires don't even exist and helping everybody else do theirs. Or just gives up on task after task and just moves on and leaves a store, you know, a series of finger in the pie type of scenarios, but nothing really completed all the way around. You know, when this plays into boundaries, you know, we have boundaries so that we can measure, you know, against ourselves and against others, you know, that self-love and self-worth that we're trying to build within ourselves. And if we don't even know that they exist or we don't even care to give them value, then do we even care about what's bothering us or what we're even doing? You know, do we give importance to anything? Child number two are the screamers, you know, they, they cry when something happens and you know right away teachers come over parents come over and you know they don't want to deal with the kid they right away put the blocks up for them and hush them up and tell them move along your business and so then the kid just continues and he plays with his blocks until his blocks are knocked again and then what does he do he cries and he screams and they come and they put the blocks back and there we go and this person learns to rely on other people to make them happy for other people to fix their problems, for other people to create those boundaries for them. You know, if somebody's treating them bad, they're going to go to somebody that for help, for support, they're, but not in the right way. They're going to they're going to expect other people to resolve that problem for them. And so they're not going to learn how to take accountability. They're not going to learn how to fix anything on their own. They're just going to learn to not be able to do anything unless somebody else is there. 
And that could be very bad because it could create attachment styles. It could create um, toxic behaviors because you're never really able to go in 50-50 or 100%, you know, against 100% on, on teammate partnership if you can't seem to solve your end of the problems on your own and still maintain value, respect, you know, integrity and all that good stuff. Do it from a good spot of intention. Um, then there's the child that you know, they come over, um, they consult him, they calm him down. Um, and you know, they kind of help him quickly put his own blocks back, but they really don't teach him how to do it on his own. Um, and so he's left again, feeling some type of dependency on people for his self-worth because it's only been partially given to them. The next one is the child who screams and cries and nobody comes over. You know, this person eventually just stops caring on whether or not his blocks are important or not. So again, how can they value anybody else's blocks if they're taught to not even value their own? And so then you start creating that narcissistic behavior is like, hey, I'm never going to let anybody else throw my blocks ever again. And in order to defend that, I'm going to create, you know, this type of mentality and it's a self-fulfilling mentality which is the narcissist mentality and um the the last child is you know the child where um the teachers the parents they come over they comfort them they you know they quickly respond um they don't do it for them they teach the kid they take their time you know allowing them to place their blocks and you know they praise them that once the blocks are up and they make them feel good, like, you know, hey, this is who you are. And and those are the kids who grow up to be, you know, well-rounded, self-loving, um, secure individuals. You know, these guys know that anytime their blocks get knocked off in life, that, yeah, it doesn't feel good. But with time and patience, they can put their blocks back on track themselves and they can move forward. They don't have to rely on anybody else. So when you think of my blocks, such as creativity, uh, independence, freedom, um, can't remember what the fourth one was. When you take my blocks, now that I know which blocks are mine, I know that when life throws me off, that I need to go back to my blocks and I need to do things that nurture each one individually. I need to do things that create safety and freedom. I need to do things that help create expressive, you know, expressive creativity, writing, painting, you know, um, creating, you know, crafts, creating solutions to problems. Um, graphic design, anything that gets my creativity up and moving. That's what I need to do, whether I like it or not. Even if I don't feel like writing, I still have to put that pen to pad because that's the only way that I'm going to get that block back on track is to do it no matter what, even if I don't feel like doing it. Independent, you know, when you're feeling down, you always want to try to lean on somebody, you know, you want somebody to, to be there for you. And as much as I want to do that, I have to force myself to put my big girl panties on 
and be independent about it because I know even if I don't want to do it there in the moment, once I get that ball rolling on my own independent solution, that now the independent block is put back in place and now I have two of my four blocks back on track. I'm starting to feel halfway better and I'm starting to move forward. Now, there are some times where you can't give, you know, nourishment to every single block every single time and not every single block gets knocked over at once. But as life throws these challenges at you, as people throw their character and behaviors at you and their attitudes and their subliminal messages and when life throws all this communication and frequencies at you, your blocks are going to absorb all of this and every once in a while, one or two or maybe all of them are going to be knocked on their ass and it's up to us to go back to the drawing board and say, hey, as much as I'm kind of blind to what's going on now because of the trauma that's you know experiencing, I have to remember that I'm the only one that can put my block back into place and by doing that, I mean, I need to stop bitching and crying, I need to stop complaining, I need to stop you know, looking for pity. I'm not a victim. I need to pull out a paintbrush and some paint and sit with the canvas. And even if it looks like shit when I'm done, just fucking put it to the canvas. That's all I need to do. That's all I need to do. I just need to pick up my pen and my paper and I just need to write, even if it's nothing of significance and it's just free writing, even if it's just, you know, scribbling on a piece of paper and I just rip it up and throw it away. It doesn't fucking matter. All I know is I need to get that done in order to pick that block up and put it back in its place because I cannot feel grounded and I cannot feel completely solid in my own being if my blocks are not in the right places. And that's every single person out there. We all have our own blocks. Some may only have five. Some of them may, you know, some people out there may have 20 because everybody is different. Everybody is different. You know, intellect is another one of my, my core, you know, blocks. If I'm not feeling intellectually stimulated, if I'm not playing with words, if there's not a a sarcastic pun or a witty pun in the joke, then it just doesn't really get to me. It doesn't feed that, that, that urge that fulfills me all the way through. So when I'm in a scenario where I feel like I have to dumb myself down to get along with people, depending on what that purpose is, I mean, if it's there to teach and it's there to help people, you know, rise up to become better, then yeah, I'm willing to make that exchange because it is worth it. It's going to feed me nourishment because I'm going to get to see other people rise above to elevate, to level up and become a better version of themselves. So to me, that many, that many sacrifice of that block being tipped over, it's not a big deal. I'm willing to do it. But when you're willing to compromise that block of intellect because you want a boy to like you, and you want to play a little dumb because he, he just can't seem to get some of the smart things you're saying, then you have now basically pushed your block over on your own. And you are now teaching him, not only do I not respect my own block, but I don't care if you respect my block either. So you don't have to try to level up. I'll come down to your level. And yeah, it may seem cute and it may seem fun and he may reciprocate it and, you know, show you love and affection, but eventually you're going to start building resentment towards that person. And eventually you're going to start craving more. And what happens when that happens, either you're going to let that person know it's not working anymore and you're going to have to try to reason with them as to why now all of a sudden you're different. 
or you will find it elsewhere. And sometimes that works, you know, sometimes enrolling in a class to keep you intellectually stimulated so that you can find the balance of being at home with somebody who maybe is not, it may work for a while, but I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys, there's going to come a time when there's a fucking topic that you learned in that class and you're going to want to fucking share it with them. And they're not going to understand a fucking thing that you're saying. And that feeling is going to come right back and it's going to hit you like a ton of fucking bricks in the stomach. It's going to hit you right in the gut. And once again, even after taking in all that extra work, homework, getting up at a different schedule, paying for classes, you're still left with that same unfulfilled feeling. So I know I'm not using the biggest of words and I know I'm not using the biggest of examples, but these are the real life applications that our boundaries kind of cover. You know, they are the core blocks of who we are as an individual entity outside of any type of, of scenario, any type of, of pattern of, of behavior, of expectation of, of titles and This is just somebody that we have to learn how to take care of, you know, and and we have to take care of ourselves first and we have to understand what our boundaries are first and we have to learn how to take care of our boundaries first and we have to know what it is to take care of them first before we could ever expect anybody else to even understand them or maintain them, value them, respect them, all that. And that's the hardest part is not everybody is willing to get down to the nitty gritty and do the work that it takes to discover who they really are. Because in that journey, you have to come to terms that you have put shitty people in your path. You are investing your time in a shitty return that you've made bad choices all the way along. You realize those who should have taught you a little bit more than what you actually were taught are the same people that were supposed to raise you and protect you. And you also have to come to terms that people only live their life through the perception of their own reality. So here comes to play again, that message of you don't really know it's there until you know it's there. And once you know it's there, you know exactly the role it plays in your life, the impacts it can or cannot have depending on whether or not it's maintained or neglected. I mean, it's such a contrasting, you know, approach to it because you can't really partially learn it. Once you know they're there, you know they're there. Once you know you have the ability to create them and and discover them and implement them and protect them, then it's up to you to decide if you want to do that or not because at that point, you can't point your finger to anybody else. If someone talked to you like shit, Yeah, shame on them for their way of handling it. How we respond to it is our decision. It's how solid our blocks are in place on how much that's going to rock our boat. Doesn't mean we won't get mad. It doesn't mean we won't get disappointed or be sad. But it means we're going to allow ourselves the ample time it takes to process those feelings. And then we're going to move the fuck on. Like if nothing happened, because that's what happens when you bounce back, because nothing can shake you and nothing can break the foundation of that infrastructure if you have set the solid of foundations first. So homework, 
Over the next couple of days, I want you guys to take out a piece of paper. Yes, a piece of paper, not your fucking phones or your computers and a pen or a pencil. And I want you to sit down and come up with what you think your core boundaries are. What are your blocks? If they are not something that is so essential that it has to be bled through all aspects of your life in order for you fulfilled, then it's not a core block. Next time when we talk, we're going to talk about how these blocks play a role in our day-to-day lives, how they could determine how we see each other when we see ourselves when we look inside the mirror, and how we allow others to see us. This is going to get into some deep shit, I'm telling you guys. This, I mean, when I went through this and I learned this, it was like the veil of life just was ripped about, you know, out, off of my eyes. And at that point, you can't unsee the bullshit anymore. But let me tell you, it is the most liberating fucking feeling knowing that I know what I need when I'm feeling at my fucking worst to self-soothe myself. Because now it's just another thing that somebody else cannot control of mine. And doesn't that feed into the block of independence that I need? Food for thought. Until next time, love and light, guys. Bye-bye.